Hi, friends. Welcome to the Connected Families Podcast. I'm your host, Stacey Bellward. Our purpose in this podcast is to guide you to receive God's grace and truth, and then to equip you to pass that grace and truth on to your children. Well, today we're going to talk about the way that we as parents can encourage our kids. We have a tool here at Connected Families to explain to you today that Lynn Jackson, co-founder, created. It has been useful to so many, many people. Well, I'm so glad that you're joining us today. So let's get started. Hey, Lynn, I want to welcome you to the podcast again. It's so great to have you here and be talking about this topic that I know you really love. I do. I love this topic of affirmation. Let's just say it's been one of the biggest growth areas in my life. (laughs) I can't wait to hear about that. Here at Connected Families, we love saying, see the good. Focus is fertilizer. I bet you those phrases will come up in this podcast. It's sure great to work for an organization that has that as an ethos that we are seeing the good in each other. But today I really want to, let's talk about this tool, ABCs of Affirmation. We're going to unpack it a little bit later. So let's start with that story that was maybe behind what you just said, Lynn. Where did you, where did you start on the journey of learning the value of affirmations? Well, I was very much, you know, before Christ in my BC days, Uh I was sarcastic, cynical. Somebody said I was the most sarcastic person they'd ever met. I could find the bad in anything. I found the bad in even my own personality. I was the one night I was reading a book about spiritual soul types and how personality transferred into the way we do our faith. And Jim comes home and I'm reading this book and I'm sobbing to the point of hyperventilation. And I go, I got the worst one. Because I got the one that they said, oh, this person can be really critical and sometimes divisive and there may be some good to it, but they're really critical, you know, like just devastated. So he takes the book, throws it across the room and in a dramatic, you know, earn (laughs) husband points way says you are so precious. (laughs) Anyway, so that's what my what I was bringing into this journey about learning to affirm was so, so hard on myself, so sarcastic, negative, cynical, and it truly has been a work of the Holy Spirit over time. That's why we have a blog post about that journey that's titled I was a critical parent. Oh, Yes. Oh, well, we'll link that in your show notes. (laughs) Yes, we'll link to that in the show notes for sure. If people want to hear more details about that. Yeah, I know. I know even for myself that I can, I can be really critical. And I was raised that way. And I've learned as an adult, it's kind of also part of my personality, which to me doesn't mean I have to stay there, but it's kind of just normalize it and say, okay, so this is just part of who I am, but now I can move on and work to change. And Philippians 4, 8, it was so instrumental for me, probably was for you. And finally, brethren, if there's anything true, anything honorable, right, pure, lovely, of good repute, if there's anything excellent and anything worthy of praise, let your mind dwell on these things. I had one in my mind just was instrumental. I just saw a Facebook post about an anxious mom who was overcoming that anxiety by writing out 
each word in that verse and then examples of those things that she wanted to focus on. What's true that I know about? What's honorable? What's right? What's pure? So just a great verse. If you do one thing as a result of this podcast, put it up there, meditate on it, and then memorize at least that last section. If there's any excellence and if anything worthy of praise, let your mind dwell on these things. Amen. I love that verse. And I have a therapist friend who taught me this phrase too, argue with your own negative (laughs) self-talk. And so that's kind of the same thing that scripture is telling us like, Hey, wait a minute, think about what you're thinking about and you decide what's true. Mm -hmm. And yeah. And scripture can inform that. Well, I'm guessing that around that time that you had read that book and, and had the thought, I got the worst personality type (laughs) ever (laughs) in that story. I'm guessing that it was around that time that you were starting to form connective families, which really was the journey of the framework being created. So how does, how did that all merge? Well, it's really interesting. I'm not sure we've ever put this into our materials, but the very first original framework that now is foundation at the bottom, which is what's going on in us as a parent and our own spiritual and relational health, and then building our relationship with our kids on top of that as connect coach, correct. So easy to remember, right? Connect, correct. You know what it used to be? (laughs) Used to be one layer was affirmation for being. Okay. (laughs) You know, just like I affirm you, I love you, I value you just because you are in the image of God. And then the next layer, which would be our current day coach, was affirmation for doing. And so we really learned early on the importance of affirmation. Now, as a coach principle, which is what it's at now, and you can see the little diagram in your show notes, that involves so much more than affirmation. But affirmation still is just vital to this principle of coaching and encouraging encouraging our kids to walk in God's calling for them. So correction has always been correction. So those are the three layers, affirmation for being, affirmation for doing and correction. You have come a long way. Yeah. And I'm guessing that some of that then that thinking is how the tool ABCs of affirmation came along, but I'm sure knowing you, Lynn, there was also some brain science. There's some research that you found that backed up what you were experiencing in your house. Oh, for sure. To be truthful, it really started very immersed in scripture. And then over time, as the internet was available. So these were the days before the internet. (laughs) Then we saw how much the brain science matched this, but it was rooted in scripture initially. So here's just a great quote from a, a website, and we'll put that in their notes. Every minute of every day, your body is physically changing in response to the thoughts that run through your head. Just thinking about something causes your brain to send signals and release neurotransmitters. These chemicals control virtually all of your body's functions, including your mood and feelings. Over time and with repetition, because of neuroplasticity, it's been proven that your thoughts change your brain, your cells, and even your genes. So drop the mic. That is big. (laughs) So this command in scripture to focus on these, these beautiful things and anything worthy of praise is just a gift to us 
to write what's been wrong in our history and even our generational history. So that's why you can tell I get a little passionate and excited about this topic. Oh, I mean, and I love that quote because when that supports or I guess backs up scripture, like we know scripture is our first and foremost place to go. But what this says is it kind of breaks it down. It says what you're thinking about infuses your mood, your feelings, you know, all of that, which then literally can change your brain chemistry. That's Mm. pretty interesting. Right. And it's be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And it's taking optive to the obedience of Christ, who has the freedom that will set us free. I mean, there's so many things about that in scripture that that I love. So we talk a lot about that in the Grace and Truth for Moms course. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we go into depth with that. Well, so we are going to explain the ABC's tool and how to use it for our kids. But, you know, here at Connected Families, our purpose, we wake up every day to care for it and inspire, equip parents to receive and pass on God's grace and truth for their children. So as we're really getting started talking about affirmations, how important is it for parents to learn and receive this for ourselves? But actually, what does that look like? How do we do that? We really can stop and think about what did I do well, and then even verbalize it out loud. Hmm. So there was a mom who, you know, she was like, Oh, my daughter just doesn't receive compliments. And I said, Well, how well do you give them to yourself? <laughs> she just went, Well, not at all. I said, okay, <laughs> start there. <laughs> yeah. So taught her how to do this. What was the action? You know, what was good about that? What was the benefit? So action, benefit, character, what was the character that it take to do that? And so she started doing that to herself. Yeah. Describing just the value of the little things that she was doing to get things out to the car when they, you know, and everybody had a water bottle, get a meal on the table to, to respond well to sibling conflict. She started affirming herself out loud and her kids, she just was so encouraged in her parenting and her kids began to be more grateful because they recognized the good things that she was doing all the time. Yeah. And lo and behold, then children are more able to receive affirmation when they see parents giving it to themselves. So that's just really super important. So I've got a great story about that by Corey Thetford, who is one of our Connected Family Certified Parent Coaches. And she's also helping us mentor other coaches. And she says this, memorizing Philippians 4, 8 and focusing on the good has made a, a big impact in my coaching, my attitude towards myself and towards my kids. When I'm looking for what I can affirm, I work hard to notice whatever is good instead of zeroing in on all that someone does wrong, including myself. When I can be less harsh with myself and accept God's grace for me, notice the growth he's doing in me, that grace more easily extends to my kids. This tool has also really helped me get a jump start on new habits I want formed. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. She's changing her own parenting by doing ABC affirmations on herself. She says, even if I don't handle a parenting situation perfectly, if I notice what was good and do ABCs to affirm it, it gives momentum for those new patterns. Ooh, momentum. Mm -hmm. So that's how we can get ourselves unstuck is to start by encouraging ourselves. Mm -hmm. That releases a little dopamine burst, which we all need to deal with stress. Dopamine bursts help us get through stress. 
stress and we know that parenting is stressful, <laughs> give you that internal dopamine burst that is going to help not only change habits, but just get you through the stress of parenting. Oh, I like it. She said, I am working to notice whatever is good for myself or herself. Mm-hmm. And that was the start of it. And that is what created the momentum. I, I like that. Corey's just an excellent coach. We're so grateful to have her. I love it. Lynn. So parents are wondering, okay, what is affirmation? What does it look like? They're probably thinking, well, I do say you're the best. Good job, buddy. I say these things. And so I'm just, you know, wondering what's going on when parents say that and what do we need to look out for? Well, sometimes it's just fine and we don't have to get it perfect. Like, oh, you have to affirm according to this format every single time you lose sure. a child. <laughs> yes, we're not yeah. formulaic here. Right, not, not at all. But a couple of things can, can be going awry here. One is it's just too general and your kids don't have anything they can really learn from or sink their teeth into. They might become dependent on your affirmation versus them really figuring out what they've done well. And you might just be a little over to the top out of your own anxiety wanting to create the perfect child, you know, you get out the pom poms and woohoo, you know, and yeah. after a while, they might get a little suspicious of that. So those are just quick downsides. If we're not thoughtful about our affirmation, and that lack of thoughtfulness is a pattern, it just isn't helping our kids the way we want to. That's right. So what could be happening underneath or in our kids when we're when we're doing those just pom poms and the good job and all that? Well, they can become sort of dependent on us for their sense of, did I do a good job or not? Hmm. And then they're always looking to other people. It can go down the road of they're looking to other people to prop up their, their self-esteem and did I do okay? And mm-hmm. what do you think of me? And, and that sets them up for peer pressure issues and insecurity. And so part of the ABC format is to really build wisdom in kids that they can then begin to use to build an internal construct of their own values and be able to use that to guide them in encouraging themselves in wise choices and, you know, responsible actions. So we want to teach kids to be able to evaluate and self-affirm what they have done well themselves. Exactly. So that they're not dependent on others for that so that they start to sort through, you know, what's important in scripture and oh my gosh, I did just did this thing just like Jesus did. Yeah, really cool. And I like that. And I feel good. No wonder I feel good inside. So they're giving themselves their own little dopamine rush. They're doing what that what Corey modeled in that story just a few minutes ago and seeing the good in themselves and saying, well done, I did good. And that's what we're working towards. Yep, really helping them to begin to self-affirm after we've helped them to build a biblical framework of values from which to make those self-assessments. They need those dopamine bursts to get through the stress of being a kid. particularly going through school all day. Yes, for sure. We, we all need it. We all need it. Let's just, just say that. Well, Lynn, let's get into it. Everyone is wondering, come on, tell us what A means and B means and C means. What is the ABCs of affirmation? So the A is for action. What positive action did you observe? This is about process. It's about effort. It's about skills the specific things that were helpful. It's not about giftedness. That could take us down a whole other rabbit trail that it's usually not helpful to to comment on that. And we'll have a video link in your show notes about that. This is about what did your child do that was so 
helpful. And so maybe it's a, a specific thing. They just shared a toy or they read to their sibling or worked hard on a spelling test. Whether or not they got a good grade, you can affirm their effort and their process. Okay. So I'm just trying to get that really clear in my mind as a parent. I'm not affirming that my child is a good speller. Right. I'm affirming that they studied for the test well, and I and the outcome I might not even mention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Right. Good. Okay. And so what is B? B is about the benefit, the natural benefits of the action. So A causes B. It's a pretty easy little math sequence there. That's <laughs> okay. the natural benefits of the action to everyone involved, including the child. So, you know, if you study for a spelling test, maybe that resulted in your highest grade, or maybe it didn't, but you were really practicing good study habits that are going to be helpful for you later. So it's that. And you can feel proud of your effort. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. And you can feel good knowing you did a good job Mm -hmm. for you. So then the C is about character. And that's what did it take to do that? What character did it require? So then in the spelling test example, it might be about, wow, that took diligence and self-control because you didn't come home and, and try to get right on the computer. You started studying for your spelling test. So, you know, I can see that that's really growing in you. So the, the thing that we've been talking about, about helping kids learn to self-affirm over time is you can turn all those into questions. So, you know, just asking them. So, hey, buddy, what did you do just now? What were you working hard at? You know, and see if they can say what it was. Well, I, I've spent longer than usual studying for my spelling test. Yeah. And what's good about that? So I'm just transitioning. I'm asking them a question to help them figure out the benefit. What's good about that? Well, I don't know. Well, do you think maybe you really grew those brain cells <laughs> that are that are there for hard work and learning? Yeah. And, and what did it take to do that? So you can just ask those questions to your child and help them learn to self-affirm. And you can even be really overt with that and just talk about the scriptural mandate to encourage and, you know, help kids learn to do that for themselves. So good, Lynn. So A is action. What is the action Mm -hmm. that took place? The positive action you observed. Yeah. What is the positive action? Mm-hmm. Right. Cause we're seeing the good here. We're not <laughs> talking about the negative. The, the B stands for benefits. Mm-hmm. What were the natural benefits of the action to everyone involved, including the child? Yeah. And then mm-hmm. C is character. Mm-hmm. What did it take to do that? And I and there you go, everybody. That is the ABCs of affirmation. Um, Lynn, do you have a story of a mom and just how that worked really quick before we go to break? Yeah, for sure. She just sent this to me. She was, her boys were outside playing and then she went and was going to need to do some fall mulching. They saw what she was up to and they went and grabbed their wagon, stopped. They stopped playing, went and grabbed their wagon and filled it full of leaves and brought them to her. So when she said this, when we got inside, my ABC affirmation went something like this. Thank you guys so much for bringing me all the leaves and helping me with that chore. It really made it go so much faster. You see, that was just the A action and the benefit. It was super simple. You brought me the leaves and helped me and it made it go faster. Action benefit. And then here's the character. You showed initiative by helping me without me asking. And it showed your care for me. So good. So, so and, simple. And- it was three sentences. 
Uh-huh. Super simple. Short, and, little. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm pretty sure that was the mom that said that as she was really growing mm-hmm. in, in using this tool that her kids were just becoming so much more helpful. Lynn, this tool is so powerful. And I can see so many ways that it impacts people and families and our children. What would some other benefits be for the ABCs? It's been really fun to hear from parents how there's a trickle down effect. It can overflow to other siblings, like we'll hear in just a minute. And sometimes it flows back to parents and kids go, mom, I noticed that you've been working really hard to focus on what we do well, you know, so the kids affirm back to the parents. But I just got this story this morning and thought it was worth sharing. A mom writes, I have seen so much fruit from this simple tool that I purposefully use the ABCs of affirmation at least once a day with each child and with my husband too. And it's been so helpful. My nine-year-old daughter is a super honorable, high integrity kiddo. And it's easy to take those things for granted. But a few months ago, I started to thoughtfully, purposefully affirm her more often. But an area that we've seen that's needed growth was in a relationship with her sister. This weekend, she was purposefully generous with encouragement and used the ABC affirmation with her siblings herself. When I talked to her about what I'd noticed, she said, it makes me feel so good inside when you do it for me that I wanted to make my sisters feel that way too. Wow. (laughs) That's amazing. That just receiving God's grace and truth and encouragement and passing it on to our kids and they can pass it on. (laughs) Beautiful. That's awesome. We have a lot more to talk about as we unpack how we can use ABCs in our lives and what that looks like. And we're going to do that after the break. Hey friends, I have a question for you. Would you like to be part of the Connected Families team? I want to let you know that we have an insiders team and we want to invite you to be part of it. Well, here's how it works. As part of the insiders team, you will receive an email every Friday with one, okay? Only one simple action step that will take five minutes or less. That email will come from our executive director, Anna Brush. You'll also have early access to resources that we're developing. We'll ask you to give us some feedback on those and you will learn about jobs or opportunities that we have available first. Here's the other thing about being on the Insiders team. You are gonna feel all the love from the Connected Family staff. You're gonna feel the love because we consider the Insiders team sort of like our jet engine. When Anna, our executive director, set it up, we had no idea how crucial this team would be to our continued growth and reach. Well, if you're interested in joining the Insiders team, Check the links in our show notes to sign up or go to our website and search Insiders Team. We look forward to having you on board. All right, Lynn, well, we're back after the break. We're talking about the ABCs of affirmation that you created a while ago and many people have found so useful. And just before we went to break, you explained them. A is action, B is benefit, C is character. And so my question now is like, how can parents incorporate this into everyday life? And and actually is Is there a way that you could use it too much? Would it lose its effect with our kids if we use it too much? Tell us, how can we get this to be a pattern in our, in our lives? Well, I suppose it is possible to do it too much and your kids would probably let you know that, but uh, usually 
it's hard to do it enough. And there was one parent who made herself a little bracelet out of pipe cleaners and beads. Okay. <laughs> and it was a reminder for her. And every time she affirmed one of her kids, she would slide a bead around. And that was just her way of, you know, cueing herself to change these thought patterns. I love that. I'd find some pretty beads. <laughs> yeah, you would. <laughs> I've always got pretty beads when I see you. A- another tool that's been so helpful for so many of my coaching clients is to journal at bedtime every night. And then to journal the thing that decide with your child, what did they feel the best about that they've done during the day? And you need to have a backup story if they can't think of anything. This is like helping your child learn to self-affirm. So then you kind of can walk them through that process. Well, what did you feel the best about? What were you the happy of your, we have a post called, I feel happy of myself. When did you feel happy of yourself today? Mm -hmm. Write that down. If it's a little kiddo, draw a picture and kind of guide them through, well, what was good about that? So then you ask them the B benefit question and then, wow, what did it take to do that? You know, so you're, you're guiding them through that process at night, writing it down. And there's something magical that happens when parents really take this time to affirm their kids at bedtime. For one thing, it holds parents accountable to have a story ready in their minds through the day. And I've heard parents talk about that. It helps them with that discipline to look on for what's good. But it also changes what happens when your child sleeps. And we had parents say their daughter stopped waking up in the middle of the night when they began to do this. Wow. And- what happens is that how you you put your brain to bed yeah. <laughs> influences how you prune memories from the day. So you start to store memories that are a match for your final brain state and you prune the ones that are a mismatch. That's an overstatement and I'm no neurologist, but that's the basics of it. Sure. So it can begin to really turn the tide on a discouraged kiddo when parents are very thoughtful to affirm at night. There was one little guy who said to his mom, so she started this journal and he was a discouraged five-year-old. He was a, had been a premature twin and he was the one that struggled the most. And at nights he would go, mom, read it from the beginning again tonight. Oh, wow. <laughs> and you know, it's like sometimes, you know, maybe your child would be tired of that for a while and you put it away for a while and then you bring it back out if they hit a rough patch. You know, so it's not like, okay, now we got to do this journal every night and it's got to look yeah. just, but it's like, it's a really effective tool. So finding ways to build that encouragement in as a bookend your day and then proclaim God's blessing over them. And that will be a separate podcast. (laughs) I can't wait for that. This is brand new information that I have heard. I haven't heard you talk about in the past. And that is amazing to think about what our brain is thinking about as we go to sleep is guiding it to sort itself. Is that what you said it to grab the memories to connect to that? Wow. I mean, that's just seems so powerful, even as we're growing our children's character. Mm-hmm. For sure. It's, it's just one simple thing. And it often helps parents begin to look forward to bedtime more kids look forward to it. It's not like, don't hear me say this will solve every bedtime problem you've ever had. And you'll instantly have this child that's growing in, you know, respect, responsibility and all good character things. <laughs> yeah, it is a really effective 
tool for parents to, who want to turn the tide on discouragement in their family. Well, and so I also heard you say the word every night and got a little bit scared right at the beginning because <laughs> I thought, oh gosh, that feels like a lot and hard to remember. And now I'm adding another thing to my bedtime routine. And so then you know, the coach in me thought, well, if I was listening, I might commit to doing it for the first week or the first two weeks or something like that. And then, and then see how it goes and then, yeah. And then decide how I would like to move forward from there. For sure. Yep. And, and sometimes kids are resistant because there is like, it's new and they don't know. They, I'm not so sure about this. So in fact, the gal who, the, the little girl who started sleeping through the night, initially she and her brother were all oh, that, well, that's dumb. You know, I don't want to do that. And then uh, within a couple of months, she's running into his bedroom to suggest something for brother to put in his book be- that she saw him do well that day. Oh, <laughs> that's really sweet. Yeah. yeah. And I can bet that if there's resistance there, there could also be resistance because we parents are awkward. Let's just say that my kids tell me, mom, cringy, you are cringy sometimes. And I'm like, I'm cringy. Lynn, I just own it. I own my cringe. I'm like, mom is being cringy right now. <laughs> and so we just, yeah, just go with it. Right. Totally. That's because then you're modeling grace, which is really at the foundation of all this anyway. Yeah. You know? like, yeah, I know I'm so cringy, but <laughs> when I think about the alternative of being stuck in my negative, my negativity and my critical yeah. attitude towards myself and you guys, I hope you're okay with me being a little cringy sometimes. That's Let right. me know if you think I'm truly insincere, but cringy is, is okay by me because I really want to grow in my parent. Yeah. So it's that kind of freedom and grace. And it tends to, you know, if you just bring it out in the open and talk about it and laugh about it, it usually That's right. is not. That's right. And, and Lynn, when I first started learning ABCs, sometimes I would have a hard time identifying what the character was, you know, from the, from the action and the benefit. And so and then it would become what you guys help me out here. What is the character? <laughs> I need some ideas. I really don't know. I can't think of something right now. <laughs> okay. So we just embrace the cringe, don't we? <laughs> it's such an example, a living example of God's mercy and grace. Yes, and <laughs> we need it. We need it. And as parents, we'll embrace it for the good, for the good of our kids and our parenting and all the things. Well, Lynn, so I'm thinking of the parent. I've heard actually parents say this and ask this question. What if there's just not a lot to affirm? in my children and their behavior, we're, we're in a rough spot. And that can really be a downward cycle because everyone gets more discouraged and then there is less and less to affirm. So a key thing that's been helpful for parents is what's going partly well, partly right. And how can I affirm that in the midst of some other things that aren't so great? So I'm going to give two really awesome examples of that. Uh, first one from Lydia Rex, who is one of our Connected Families coaches. She shared this story with us. Recently, we had some friends over and one of my kids didn't like the game the others chose. He yelled, no, no, I'm never going to play that. Ugh. And disappeared around the corner of the house. And if we came to check on him, he'd yell, go away. So we let it ride. And sure enough, a short time later, our little grump had happily rejoined the crew. 
So a lot of things weren't so great in his response, right? Right. Like, how do you do an ABC of affirmation for that? Well, Lydia's pretty insightful and she's pretty committed to this principle. So she said, part of our coaching our kids means looking for what went right, even partly right, and affirming that. At bedtime that evening, I said, that was tough when you wanted to play something different than everyone else wanted to. You needed a little break to calm down and you did it. You didn't hit, you didn't say mean words, even though you were really mad. So that was her detailed description of the action. So he knows exactly what he did that was helpful. Right. And she says, because you took a break when you needed to, you felt better and came back and had fun. Everyone had fun. <laughs> so now the she, benefits, the benefit, exactly. Right. And, and, you know, benefit slash blessing, because it was a blessing that he rejoined and with everyone. So then she continued on. You were patient and you used self-control. Wow. Every day you are learning so much. Character. Yeah. And that character builds identity. And she said, my little one practically glowed. That's Um, amazing how she was able to do that ABC of affirmation because she was looking for what partly went right. Right. And Corey, when we, Corey Thetford, we talked about earlier, she had another great example of this. She says, it really has helped with aggression in our home. Instead of focusing on how a kid didn't speak nicely to a sibling, I can say you kept your hands safe. That helped you both stay safe and cared about. God is growing you in self-control. You see, that was another three sentence ABC affirmation. A, action. You kept your hands safe. B, the benefit. That helped you both stay safe and cared about. C, character. God is growing you in self-control. She said, we can still address the harsh words spoken, but I give my first and biggest energy toward what they did well. And I, I just know there's parents that are, their minds are getting a little bit blown right now to, to think of it in this way. And of course, you know, if scripture commands it, science harmonizes with it. Yeah. Dr. Alan Kasdan, well-known researcher and director of the Yale Parenting Center and Child Conduct Clinic. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Even when kids understand why something is wrong, they still aren't more likely to do what's right the next time. What changes behavior is creating opportunities to practice good behavior and following up with praise. Once you get the behavior to happen five times and you enthusiastically praise it five times, or we would say effectively affirm it five times, mm-hmm. you'll probably begin to notice some progress. So figuring out how can I set my kids up with the just right challenge? Just ask small things of them. Notice the little small things and affirm that. And it's a powerful, powerful tool to encourage both parents and kids. Those are great stories. And Lynn, I think that you and I should have a clubhouse room where we look at scenarios and help parents. How do we find the partly good in this situation? How do we identify what the character is? I think we'll do that. So, hey, listeners, look out for that. And that will be a fun time. Well, Lynn, we've reached the end of this podcast. And I just wonder, you know, some encouragement, some closing thoughts. For sure. This format, it's not, again, it's not this tool that's going to get you to do things just right. It's it's a paradigm for really growing helpful things in your child's life. So when we affirm the action that they did, we're actually growing skills because they know exactly what they did well. And when we say, well, A causes B, what's the benefit? Then we're building wisdom because they know cause of, they're learning cause effect 
and how life works. And they're learning about God's natural reap what you sow principles mm-hmm. and, and the positive instead of, you know, do you know how your sister feels right now? Did you see your sister's face when you shared the toy? <laughs> Yeah. So it's that natural, oh, when I do this positive thing, this cool positive thing happens and that's growing wisdom. And then the C is about building identity as a person that is learning and growing in Christ and that Jesus is helping us to learn. And one of my favorite recent discovery verses is 1 Thessalonians 4, 9 and says, you yourselves are taught by God to love one another Hmm. in the midst of our families, teaching us to love each other. We are a family of learners and God is our teacher. And then just a few verses later in first Thessalonians 511, it says, therefore, (laughs) encourage one another and build each other up just as in fact you are doing. So even in that verse, Paul is affirming them, you're already doing this. So do it some more. And I think that everyone has a taste now of just why so many people have found the ABCs of affirmation useful, memorable, you know, easy to grab onto because it's ABCs and really bringing transformation for themselves and then their interactions with their kids. And so again, just thank you for creating it, Lynn, for your workout on this, for bringing the science around it. We're grateful. We're really grateful. Well, it's my privilege. It's, you know, it's been just such a life journey for me. And I love the opportunity to share with other parents. Hey, friends, if you found this podcast useful, please subscribe and leave a positive review so other families can find us and learn how to parent with peace and connection. Please check out our new website, go to connectedfamilies.org. I'll see you next time. Hey,